Welcome back. This is Tea in a Good Book, Episode 2, Pumpkinheads. We're going to go over the entirety of the graphic novel Pumpkinheads by Rainbow Rowell and Faith Erin Hicks. Before we start this podcast, we want to say now, this is not a spoiler-free podcast. If you don't want to hear spoilers for Pumpkinheads, please do not listen to this podcast episode. So Emma, what tea are you drinking tonight? Tonight, I am once again drinking chai tea, but not in latte form. This is just me making my own chai tea and putting it in a little cup. What about you, Morgan? I am drinking a apple cider tea. It's interesting. (laughs) I feel like both of us went for the vibe of autumn drinks to match the, the autumn vibe of our book. Exactly. So, Emma, tell us about the general plot summary. Well, to start us off, I'm going to read the little... Um, description at the beginning of the book because it's pretty cute and pretty accurate. So, every autumn, all through high school, they've worked together at the world's best pumpkin patch. They say goodbye every Halloween and they're reunited every September 1st. But this Halloween is different. Josie and Deja are finally seniors. It's their last season at the patch, their last shift together, their last goodbye. Josie's ready to spend the whole night feeling melancholy about it. He's a melancholy type. But Deja has a plan. What if, instead of moping, and instead of the usual slinging lima beans down at the Succotash hut, they went out with the bang. They could see all the sights, taste all the snacks. Maybe Josie could even talk to that cute girl he's been mooning over for three years. What if their last shift was an adventure? During their adventures, they have the best last shift bat. (laughs) 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 They have the best last shift at the pumpkin patch. They create goals not only to get Josiah to talk to the cute fudge girl, but to eat all the pumpkin patch food. Eventually, Josiah realizes the best way to continue the pumpkin patch ambiance is to recognize his own romantic feelings towards his best friend, Deja. So, what's your review on this? Personally, I would give this book five pumpkins out of five. I love everything about this story. From the characters to the artwork, I would highly recommend this to anyone and everyone. So I would give it probably about 4.5 Suhutoshes out of 5. I only docked it 0.5 since I found it a little cliche, but who doesn't love a good cliche? So now let's dive into the book, starting with the artwork. The art! (laughs) The art! Oh my god, I have so much love for it, so let me just pop off for a second. Not only was the character design pretty solid, but the art itself had a really realistic touch to the characters. None of them were outrageously beautiful or made to look sexualized, which was so nice. And they looked like real people, made into a comic book style, and the colors are so beautiful and just made me so happy. And coming from someone who worked at a pumpkin patch before, it definitely had a nice pumpkin patch feel to it. Granted, it was a huge pumpkin patch and not anything like the ones we have here or that I've seen, but it was a nice ideal pumpkin patch. What about you, Emma? What's your thoughts on the art? So I'm not very well-versed in art things, but I absolutely loved all of the colors in this book. Like, they are absolutely gorgeous. It is so stunning. Um, My favorite thing about the artwork is as the night progresses, the panels ever so slowly like transition in the background color so that as you flip through it, 
it's just, you feel like you're looking through, you're looking at the most beautiful sunset. It's just absolutely amazing. So now let's dive into the characters, starting with Deja. Deja is one of the main characters of this story, and she is a beautiful, bisexual, tall, thick per- person of color and who has this wonderful love for food, and she just wants to see Josiah happy. She's really relaxed, except when it involves a child stealing her food. So let's get into um, Deja being bisexual, which I think should be led by Morgan. Okay, so as a raging bisexual myself, (laughs) it was nice to see a bisexual character who wasn't questioned for his sexuality or forced to fit into either one side or the other. Bisexuality is so fluid, and seeing that for someone was really refreshing compared to real life, where that isn't seen very often. And the fact that it wasn't any sort of a big deal that she was interested and dated multiple genders was so great as well. Something that other bisexual people out there can look towards for inspiration. So I'm not tall at all, but Emma, why don't you tell us why you love the fact that she's tall? So, okay, I have been waiting for a, a character like Deja to exist for my entire life. Um, because none of you can see us right now, I should probably mention that I am 5'7", which is definitely above the average height for women. Typically in works of fiction, tall women, um, when they're b- being portrayed in a positive light, which is rare, they are shown as these tall, sleek, edgy goddesses that take no crap from anyone. And while this is a very valid aesthetic, that is definitely not the kind of personality that I have. I'm definitely more along the lines of like a gentle giant. And I'm so glad that the artist and the author, they just decided that um, they gave Deja this very cute, bubbly, sweet personality. And honestly, I cannot begin to describe how happy that this has made me. She's really cute and I love her. So another thing that we mentioned is the fact that she is plus size. And this is more of a side note on her being plus size, but I loved that there is an entire plot dedicated to her just eating. Only one kid makes a comment about her weight and Josiah and Deja both handle it in the best way possible. <laughs> when giving him his mar- this kid his marshmallow for his s'more, Josiah throws it to him, purposely making it hit the floor so he cannot get his marshmallow. I can only applaud Josiah for being so on top of it and Deja for not taking any shit from this kid. I ate a lot too and her goal to eat the pumpkin patch goodies was so refreshing to see in a character. Also, the pumpkin bomb looked bomb. We were talking about it for like 10 minutes about how good it looked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so those of you who did not read this, it is a vanilla ice cream between two wedges of pumpkin pie that's dipped in chocolate. And it's also on a stick, and I want to eat it right now. I I need pumpkin bombs in my life. Also, I just love Deja as a plus-sized lead who gets a romantic plotline, and absolutely none of the story revolves around her needing to lose weight, because, like, she doesn't. Um, As someone who spent most of her life being labeled as overweight, I love that she's also depicted as a romantic human being. Throughout the story, she is shown as having had several love interests throughout her years of the pumpkin patch, 
because she is a very attractive woman. Um, and I am so here for it. It's same. I love her. <laughs> Speaking of her romantic interests, let's get into a few of those, starting with Sighing Jess. <sighs> Honestly, <laughs> I love her because she kind of looks like me. Also because she has this one quote, ponies are vegetarians. <laughs> and like, I don't know why, but that made me laugh so hard. <laughs> Sighing Jess is a mood. She also serves as a very interesting plot device to remove um, the possible romantic tension between the two main characters at the beginning, which is granted added back later, but still. Um, my favorite line of hers is, is when she says, Goodbye, Deja. Have a beautiful life. It's, it's just hilarious. <laughs> that panel is just honestly done so perfectly. <laughs> She's incredible. I- I really do love her. But also her other ex, Cool Jess. Um, he's hot. That's all I gotta say about Cool Jess. Cool Jess is very attractive. Um, like, I love Josiah and his adorable charm, but Cool Jess is this, like, gorgeous model-esque man who is so smooth. He's like, amazing. I don't know how... Deja is able to be calm when speaking to him. I would not be able to get any sentences out of my mouth. Like, that's I, it. Yeah, I need some cool Jess in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's Tim. <laughs> oh, Tim. I love and I also hate Tim. He has maybe four lines, <laughs> but I am totally on the same page as Josiah as I would also probably hate his guts. But the fact that Roel and Hicks made him into a character was just amazing. Tim Tim is very charming, but in like a sleazy car salesman kind of way. He just has this vibe. And honestly, what I love most about his him as a character is how much Josiah hates him. Like, Josiah is okay with every one of the exes you meet, except for Tim. And I, I love it. I'm it's, here for it. Yeah. <laughs> We're here for it. We are here for it. Tell me about Josiah. <sighs> Josiah. Josiah is a sweet, shy boy who loves his job and is cluelessly pining over a singular cute girl for years on end. And honestly, Josiah is literally me. He is this shy idiot who has been in love with Marcy the Fudge Girl for years on end without ever speaking to her. He also has zero flirting skills, which makes him even more relatable. Also, there's just this look of utter fear on his face when he finds out that Deja's going to make him talk to Fudge Shop Girl, and it is the biggest mood. It was really nice to have a male character that isn't super macho tough guy. Josiah is super sweet, he's shy, and he's a total lovable dork. So basically, he's the exact opposite of what people usually expect in the male character department. And he's also got a big plot point for him. He's got this huge underlying message in the story, which is misjudgment. For the majority of the story, he believes that Fudge Girl, aka Mar Marcy, is super sweet and kind and caring. And this is all based off of her looks. And when he finally meets her at the end, surprise! She's not. She hates working the, at the pumpkin patch and that breaks Josiah's heart and mine too. <laughs> Speaking of working at the pumpkin patch, Josiah 
is so competitive when it comes to being employee of the month. He's been employee of the month every month except for one throughout his entire time at the pumpkin patch. And like, I absolutely love the competitive streak in Josiah. It's what pushes him into being a well-rounded character. Without it, he'd kind of be this like two-dimensional flat character, but it adds this, like the roundness that his character needed. Yes. And there's one more character that we need to talk about. (laughs) And that's Todd. (laughs) Yeah, that's all I gotta say on Todd. <laughs> I okay, so I feel like every entry level workplace has a Todd. I mean, we have a Todd over at Uncle Jim's ice cream shop. <laughs> um, so no one really knows how they got there, but they work there. They've worked there forever. They will never leave. The business will be in archaic shambles, and Todd will remain. <laughs> he really will. I yeah. love Todd. <laughs> yep, that is that is the summary. So. Now let's get into our favorite scenes. Emma, what's your favorite scene? So my favorite scene took me quite a while to figure out what my favorite scene was. But as pointed out by Morgan, it's definitely the scene where Deja and Josiah are running through the pumpkin patch while getting sidetracked by apple cider slushies and lost guests. Picking a favorite scene was so hard, but this scene included all of my favorite things. Dynamic duo Josie and Deja... Amazing fictional foods, Josiah being adorably helpful, and the goat subplot. The goat subplot! I love that. (laughs) The goat subplot is basically, throughout the story, there's just a goat from the petting zoo that's on the loose and running after people. And I just love it so much. They have maybe one or two speech bubbles about it in the entire book. Um, Most of it's just this nonverbal plot line that just, it adds amazing humor and I love it so much so funny as for me my favorite scene 100% was towards the end when they were dancing in the corn maze uh Deja's favorite song from the band that plays there started playing and she's like no I wanted to see it and Josiah's like well we're here and they dance and it's really cute and um you're gonna catch me Dancing in the corn maze next to your guys. (laughs) (laughs) That's all for this episode. We hope that you guys have enjoyed our thoughts on Pumpkin Heads by Rainbow Rowell and Faith Aaron Hicks. See you guys in our next episode when we discuss Shadow and Bone by Leah Bardugo. Um, For that episode, we will be reading up to the end of chapter six and we'll be discussing our thoughts up to that point. And that's the tea!